Hello and welcome to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast, produced by me, Fraser McGrew of Aleph Insights. In this series of podcasts, we take a look at interesting topics and discuss what we think they tell us about analysis and decision making. I'm here with Chris Ragg and Nick here of Aleph Insights. And also we have with us this week a special guest, Chris Lear of the Magpie Crossword magazine. And this week we're discussing why we like puzzles. Uh, and unusually, because of the lockdown, we are recording this remotely. Nick, introduce us to Chris. Uh, tell us all about Chris. Well, I've known Chris for many years. I think it's got to be at least a decade. Um, and I got to know him through board, the board game circuit. Uh, he uh, knows various of the same people play board games. Uh, and it, during one of our many board game playing sessions, it emerged that he is a crossword supremo. Um, and now I, I like crosswords. I can, you know, I, I, I d- try and do the Times crossword whenever I've got a copy of it. Occasionally, perhaps three or four times a year, I have a crack at the listener, see if I can get that finished. Um, but Chris is way beyond this level of crossword wow. skill. Uh, so he's, he laughs at the Times crossword and, and <laughs> criticizes the listener for being too easy and, um, Lord, and wow. in fact creates his own uh, amazing crossword puzzles. And, um, is my go-to person really for um, for any uh, crossword clues that I don't understand? He will always get back to me and explain why why that's the answer, um, and it'll always seem obvious in hindsight. But what better person to have on uh, a podcast where we're discussing the mystery of puzzles and sure. so which you know why do we why do we like doing them? Okay, um, and Chris, beyond um, Nick's um, initial introduction, is there anything else um, that you can tell us about yourselves? What's your background? Is is just compiling crosswords? Is that your full time thing, or is there much more to you? I um, I'm just going to correct slightly something that Nick said in case anybody who does crosswords is listening to this. I don't laugh at the uh, Times crossword, and I don't consider the listener crossword beneath me at all. The Times crossword is fantastic piece of work every day uh the listener is an amazing thing and um probably the biggest sort of crossword challenge kind of out there if people haven't heard of the listener crossword it's um it's it's a it's a it's a themed crossword it's a bit more advanced than the normal back of the times one um the perhaps what for the purposes of this podcast what you need to know about me is that i actually got the job as one of the editors of the magpie crossword magazine which um I, I got that job mainly because I'm a computer geek. So I, I kind of got that job because I could set up a website and uh, publish the magazine online. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was never the uh, I was never the huge expert uh, from the point uh. of view of the magpie. I, I was a pretty good solver, and I did solve the magpie in its pre-online uh, days. And I'm still a pretty good solver of the magpie crossword, but I'm not um, amazing. <laughs> Uh, I'm okay in in the in the in the in the realms of the people that I know. Okay. So that's the, um my, and my day job is very much computer geek, and mm. I do crosswords in my spare time. And being the editor of a crossword magazine or co-editor, there are five of us, is not a full-time job at all. And I set puzzles about once a year, uh, and for that I get uh, nothing. <laughs> so it's not <laughs> the the people these the. the People who aren't editors send in puzzles and they get paid. So it's, you know, it's re- we pay 90 quid, I think. It's not bad. But the, for some reason, we don't pay the editors when they set puzzles. So there you go. Okay. I get a dinner. I, I get dinner once a year. So it's kind of worth it. 
Having tried to create crosswords, uh, hard ones, um, I, I've I've realised that that ninety pounds is is going to be spread pretty thin. Uh, if you're going <laughs> to you're going to put in the time, really, I think it would be hard to make a full time career out of that. It, it's a really time consuming process trying to yeah. set a good crossword. I haven't yet set one, which is anywhere near uh, the standard that Chris would accept in the Magpie. So it's true that there are very few um, full time uh, professional crossword writers. Okay. Um, right, bad news though, because usually when we have a guest like this, we really go to town and we it tends to be a slightly longer um, um, podcast. I think this one's going to be really short, and I'll tell you why. Um, it may surprise listeners to know that I actually pretty much never do any research for these uh, for these podcasts. I leave that to the brains of the outfit. Um, but I did a bit of research on this one, and I've got it over here in front of me. Page first result from Google. Why do people like puzzles? Because that's what we wanted to discuss today. Why do people like puzzles? It says humans have an innate quality for pattern finding, for trying to find meaning in things. Next one says, um, or two down from that says, we like to solve things um, and to bring chaos. Sorry, bring order to chaos, not vice versa. Um, and so it gives meaning to, 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 to the human mind. Bish bosh, podcast done. Thank you very much. Right. That, that's it. Yeah. I mean, or or have I oversimplified things? God forbid that I would ever do that. Um, who wants to wade? Well, uh, Chris, I mean, how, how do you want to start things off? Or, or Nick, if you've got a question, if you want to guide Chris, what, what do you prefer to do? I think I think let's just set the set the kind of underlying problem here, which is that um, a puzzle as we as we're talking about them here is someone has deliberately gone out of their way to, to create a pointless hard task for you to do right mm. they've they've made something hard that doesn't actually have any benefit at all other than reverting it to the state it was in before they scrambled it up and made it hard to solve that is a very wasteful seeming activity so there is a big challenge there in explaining what why we would get any pleasure from devoting time to doing this you know why is it why is it I mean, it seems like an incredible waste of time, really. But so that's the what do you well, I suppose it'd be interesting to know what Chris, uh, Chris L gets out of gets out of solving crosswords from a subjective point of view to start off with. OK, oh, oh, what I get out of it rather than why I do it sort of what the, I think. Yeah. The, well, are they are they different questions? OK, well, let's go for what what I get out. of. I, I, I asked I asked a few of my co-editors what why they solve crosswords. And they, um, we got a variety of answers, which are pretty similar. But um, I think on the on the on the what you get out of it rather than which I think is slightly different from why you do it in the first place. What you get out of it, I think, is a is a um, is dopamine. That's what I think you get out of it. Uh, <laughs> and so so basically. When you there are, there's a moment when you solve something, it's and it's uh, the, the 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 phrase in the, in the terminology is the aha moment. Uh, we sometimes call it a PDM, which stands for the penny drop moment. Um, the aha moment, and it's you can really tell when you've had it. And there's a really great clue, and you and you crack it, or a really great idea, and you solve it, and you you realise basically you've you've defeated the problem that's been set for you, and and um, you feel good. There you are. That's, that's what you get. Could, could you? It would be really cool. I think there, there are people out there. I, d I know this may sound surprising, but I think it's possible that some of our listeners aren't familiar with the sort of British cryptic crossword as a concept. <laughs> could you perhaps give us a, a good example of a clue with a with a penny drop moment and talk us through how you know what that penny dropping experience was like? Okay, here's a nice clue. So I've got an example here. So here's the clue. Now, the um, I'll give you the, the the answer pattern first. It's 
it's um, it's quite long. It's four hyphen six comma five. So it's it's a four letter word hyphen six letter word and then a five letter word. And the clue is this: they don't seem good. Nice folk don't like them. Well, you know, there's so there's one there's one thing uh, solving crosswords isn't easy for me at the best of times. When one time I can never do it is when it's under pressure. It's, it's, if someone's watching you, I'm not expecting you to solve this here and now. It's 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 not very easy. The answer is so uh, yeah. The, the answer is four letter words. Ah oh, yeah yeah. Well, the whole the whole this is what I think this is is this what they call an and lit yep. clue. So which is which I think is considered really one of the finest forms of crossword clue, right? Where the the whole clue somehow is an example of the of the thing that you're that you're uh, that you're cluing, right? That the the what the answer is. If you look at the clue, all of the all of the words in it are four letter words. That's awesome. Oh wow, yeah. that's good, isn't it? You see, you've just, you've just had the moment. I did. Yeah. There we are, I, Fraser. You've yeah. had it. You've had, you've had yeah. it. And by the way, um, that's good. You know, the first hit is the best one. You never get the same <laughs> thing again. So frankly, <laughs> you're best off never doing another crossword right. in your life. Yeah, because yeah. Um, you never you never reach that high again. <laughs> also what's interesting you could solve that um and maybe not necessarily realize that bit that you just talked about where all the letters in the clue are also four letters as well although if you're the sort of person who can solve that you probably would notice that as well sound about right uh, all true yes yeah, yeah. there's quite often quite often the case you get to the end of a puzzle and you've got all the answers right but there's one or two you're not quite sure why is that, that's is that permissible? That's what I want to know because I I like cryptic crosswords, uh, and there are times where I I've got the answer simply because you've got you know three of the three of the letters in it, uh, but you can't quite work it out. Is that solving the crossword or not? Um, well, there are no rules. <laughs> I'm just it's an outrageous thing to say. There are no actual rules. If you've got the answer, but. It, if you could send it in and win a prize, then you've solved it. But um, people set themselves a kind of uh, well. People like to people like to solve on their own quite often. There are a lot of people who don't like help uh, because they consider that kind of a bit wrong. Uh, I, I think I think solving crosswords is an excellent social activity personally. So I don't have any problem with um, doing it with other people. Uh, there are people who would think it's a bit wrong if you. Um, yeah, there are people who would feel a bit like funny about thinking they've solved it when they haven't like put all the bricks into place type thing. My personal thing is, I think it's cheating to look up the answer on the internet and just fill it in from there. <laughs> that, that's, that's my that's my personal one. Right. So here, I think we're touching on, we're touching on something really important here, which is the kind no of rules. I, th I think we're touching on the kinds of things which um, this experience of solving things is what 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 constitutes you know the fun mm. because we are not actually after the answer as as um you know uh, chris rag is saying um it doesn't feel right to simply get the answer it doesn't you because you haven't had that uh the feeling of actually having uncracked the 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 clue and then least of all i mean the worst thing that can happen when you're trying to get solve a crossword is someone else gives you the bloody answer it's it's like <laughs> that you are not solving a crossword because you want the answer you don't want to know what the answer is what you want is to experience the process of finding that answer yourself so that and i think that so that tells you something really important i think I, perhaps non-crossword people don't necessarily understand that certainly people who try and give you a hand 
the crossword. Uh, I, I, I very rarely snap at strangers, but I was doing the I was doing the times one day on the tube, and someone said, "Oh, number 14's really easy," and I and I I, I actually exploded at them. I was really angry, um, and uh, and uh, yeah. So I think I think there's so there's something that's a good clue to what you know what it is that people are after. They're after that experience. I mean, in terms of the sort of um, in terms of the process that people go through, uh, it, clearly it is not a kind of purely enumerative process. That's, and I think that's that's this thing about the aha moment it tells us that what we're what we're trying to describe, I think, is this very numinous concept of an insight, which is almost like you have where you have sort of realised that you've been using a certain assumption, and you break that assumption and suddenly realize that 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 assumption has been the thing holding you back that's sort of how it feels to me subjectively yeah i think that's why i don't like um sudoku because um my my sort of you know i i know you can exhaustively solve them right you know through through sort of exhaustive computation and so so i don't sort of um, and you could say, well, you could try every possible combination of letters in a cryptic crossword, you know, um, and sooner or later you'd get there. So I suppose the same thing d does apply. But but there's something about um, a puzzle which requires a moment of inspiration that is um, that is the the thing you're you're searching for. Um, and I think this idea that Nick was talking about of, of you not you know you're not searching for the answer a good example of that is is a jigsaw puzzle right you're not actually uh when completing a jigsaw puzzle you're not trying to find out what the picture is generally i mean there are some mm -hmm. jigsaws where that is the case uh but in in general terms you know what the picture is it's on the front of the front of the box but the, the it's the process and the you know realizing which piece goes goes where when it's a particularly tricky one that is the um the the sort of the point at which you you get the the hit from the from the puzzle i suppose no i, I mean that's exactly right I, I i can um and and i have the same attitude to sudoku i'm afraid um i don't do sudoku partly because i'm bad at them and partly because i know i've got this kind of mathematicians a solution exists thing you know you know how in maths you can say you know a solution exists and then mathematicians will, will leave it at that it's <laughs> the rest just calculation you know i have that feeling about sudoku that it can be done by a computer and, and therefore it's sort of fundamentally um it, it, yeah it lacks the uh, it lacks the aha but um i will point people to um the incredible success of the cracking the cryptic um youtube channel which is run by two of my co-editors uh, they started off trying to talk about cryptic puzzles on YouTube, cryptic crosswords on YouTube, but now they almost exclusively solve Sudoku, and it's incredibly popular. And they, one of the reasons they're so popular is because they go on about how exciting and fabulous the logic is, and how um, and how amazing the mind of the person who who devised it is, because you can follow this extraordinary. And basically, they make Sudoku sound um worth solving uh which, which which is the problem i've always had with sudoku uh, but also then it's not worth solving for me because i'm so bad at them and i you know i i still i'm still not going to do it unfortunately but it's worth um, watching they're fun to watch i've got so many questions i want to ask you so I, i'm just going to put them all out there and let's see if we address them or not um <laughs> the, the 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 first one is um 
I'm interested in what other puzzles you're in you, that you that you like doing other than than crosswords. That's the first thing. The second thing, I was wondering if there's a difference between the people who put together the the, the crosswords, who compose them, compile them, whatever the word is, and those who do them, or is it essentially the same kind of person? Is I'm just wondering if there's a difference in you know how those minds work or what the kind of personality is. And then I've got a third one, which is that um, I'm actually not a fan of crosswords. And and actually, um, and I think the reason why is uh, something I've noticed. For example, I don't like reading music. There's a kind of a mental block there, uh, and, and 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 that kind of feeling I have in my head that just that kind of grinding of gears or something blocked. I get that same feeling with with chess annotation, for example. Um, if I try and work with chess annotation rather than just playing, and then that's how I feel in my head when I try and do a crossword. This sort of weird block sort of stuff. Now. So what's my question is, are the kinds of people who will never be crossword people or, or I, but I'd like to be one of those guys, um, you know, ah. what's, how, how do I, you know, is, is, a, is a way to get really into crosswords by start doing some and maybe start off with simple ones. Uh, so I don't know, that's a whole bunch of mess there, but take it as you will, Chris. Well, it's fascinating that you'd like to be one of those people. <laughs> that's interesting. Because <laughs> you want to get the girls, right? Yeah, that's what that's what the chicks like. Well, this is the thing. Yeah, I've always said, you know, I, the main reason I do crosswords is to impress girls. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it's interesting that you'd like to. Cause I'm married to somebody who um, occasionally I'll say to her something like, um, "What? Uh, yeah, what is a, a purple flower? You know that?" Um, and she's and she's about to answer because she knows about flowers. And she says, "Is this for a crossword?" <laughs> and I and I say. Yeah, and she goes, well, I'm not answering that. <laughs> she basically, you know, she refuses <laughs> to have anything to do with crosswords. She thinks they're awful. And her main point is, what is the point? What do they achieve? Nothing. They're pointless. Mm. They're utterly, utterly pointless. And she doesn't want to do pointless activities. Now, that makes perfect sense to me. I could totally understand people not wanting to do pointless activities. All my favorite activities are pointless, which is why I part of the reason why i really like crosswords i mean board games are massively pointless i really enjoy board games um so those are the go on chris well i was just going to say i think that is absolute um that's absolutely it it has to be it has to be pointless or it's not a puzzle it's your it's your job uh and and the moment you make something that that is um is pleasurable uh the moment you you put necessity behind the the task it loses it loses its appeal as far as I'm concerned. So I, 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 maybe there's a particular type of person who likes pointless activities, but I'm definitely in that in that category. I, I don't I don't know if the pointlessness is uh, a side effect or integral because I think it's something to do with the the process. I think it is something to do with the the solving process, which is enjoyable. And to me, it's the fact, and, and I think it's interesting to think about the cryptic crossword as a sort of the high art, if you like, of this kind particular kind of thing. I think one of the things that people um, who don't do cryptic crosswords sometimes think about it is that there's something associative uh, that you're kind of the, the clue is meant to sort of inspire you to somehow think laterally and get an answer which which is a sort of leap uh from from the the the, the clue um because they don't realize that actually it's it's all it's much more logical than that the clue has to be really really clearly very specific about what it means but it's just the way that you read it has to be right in order for you to in order for you to you've got to understand what the instructions are but the instructions have to be there you can't have any i mean the i think the the laws of of crosswords chris you you'll correct me on this but is it the sort of zimanean approach right kind of laid down 
the laws of crosswords that they must say what they mean um and and i yeah it's 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 like the british constitution it, it's um it's it's a hard and fast rule which isn't written down anywhere everybody knows it but but nobody can quite uh, yeah and there's there's a couple of there are a couple of quite well known um sort of explanations of it you have to which way around is it you, you don't have you mean to mean being. what you say but you have to say what you mean <laughs> That's, I think it's that way around. I may not mean what I say, but I have to say what I mean. But I mean, the one, the one rule, uh, the first rule you learn is to ignore the surface reading, isn't it? Mm -hmm. To ignore what the clue seems to seems to mean. You, until you, you no longer even think about what it means. Yeah, and the, the, the best clues are the ones where, where even really experienced solvers can't um, help reading the surface reading, where the surface reading is so is so nice that... That, that people who are trained to ignore it kind of find themselves um, channeled to, and then they get that moment where they go, oh, it means that, you know. That's I think it, examples which are, are often commonly cited are things like the word number being used for an anesthetic because it's a number or, or, or yeah. a wicked, a wicked thing being a candle, flower. you know, those, yeah, yeah. yeah, flower yeah. Is, is so yeah. common now, but yes. And those ones aren't going to, those ones aren't going to stump the, 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 the kind of experienced solvers so this goes back to my question as well um which is the th second question i asked um about um compiling crosswords am i using the right verb there is that how you how do you how what, yes what, what, yeah compile or set i think i yeah i think i set set better. yeah um so when you're setting a crossword you talked about that dopamine hit you can get when you solve it do you get that same hit when you are because you talked about a really nicely crafted clue there do you get that same hit when you're crafting them when you're setting them as well i get it when somebody likes it <laughs> that's what i get it from i i actually find i find setting really hard work um i find setting clues real struggle i'm not i'm not excellent at it um, but I try to, I try to make every clue at least not rubbish kind of thing. And that takes ages. Like it really takes a long time to make a clue that I, that I feel, okay, I'm, I'm at least satisfied with that. Um, and occasionally I make a clue and I'm really, and I think that's a good one. That's, that's going to work. And then, but overall, because of the, the, the way we set puzzles, the, they're not just a set of clues with a set of answers. They're a set of clues with a set of answers, which then leads you to another kind of clue, as it were, which then leads you to something else. Uh, and there's a there's a further puzzle down the line. And then at the end of it, there's a kind of big penny drop moment where everything falls together. Well, that's well, that's commonly the way it works. Um, and then when people write in the comments, "I really like that puzzle," that's that that re that's that's massive, you know, for the for the setter for me. I don't personally, I think a lot of people just enjoy the process of writing individual clues. And I think you've got to enjoy that if you're going to write for the back of the times or, you know, if you're going to write two or three puzzles a week um, where you're just churning out clues all the time, you've got to enjoy it. Mm. Uh, but for me, it's more the whole puzzle and it's, 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 and I like, I like fit. I like putting in, kind of geeky themes and introducing things that I'm kind of into. So if I can get something which is about a kind of 80s video game, then so much the better, you know. And then obviously it's quite fun when people respond, either saying, oh, yeah, I grew up playing that, or I can't believe you're making me do this, which is kind of quite fun feedback as well. I think it might be, it might be worth, I mean, I think, again, going back to that, 
very specific type of experience of sort of flitting between the creative thought, which you're trying to bring to working out what kind of answer a clue might be driving at. And you're, that's almost a kind of hypothesis generation process. You're, you're trying to diverge from where you are at the moment and, fi- and think of possible answers and think of possible meanings for the clue. And then there's that sort of very uh, sort of critical thinking system, system two type activity where you're perhaps going through potential options and enumerating them and thinking, okay, well, okay, if we, this starts with a J, you know, it's going to have this letter after it. And then, and and when you get the answer that, that, you know, you, you have got the answer unambiguously and you can, if you like, close the browser tab on that, on that problem. Um, When you're setting a crossword clue, that you you there are an infinite number of ways really to set any particular word right so yes. to clue any particular word so there's always the sense that you could have done better so it isn't ever going to give you the same hit that solving a, a crossword yeah. is, you know. and I, I think um there's a there's a sort of study um I, there's, there's a load of psychological literature in you know studying sort of puzzles but one of the one of the earlier studies by um sternberg and, and davidson was was looking at um uh essentially positing that um solving puzzles is is a you know the reason it's a, it's a appealing um is it's about sort of comparing the the hidden information within the puzzle with information you've already got in your in your memory and then generating almost like a third source of uh, of information which is the novel the novel information that arises from the combination of those two things and i think that is a cryptic crossword in 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 a nutshell, you know, it's it's there's hidden information in there. There's stuff that's in your brain about, you know, whatever the reference is and so on. And it's about the merging of those that creates that creates the solution. Um, and it's the generation of something new, you know, collectively between you and the and the sort of setter. Um, you know, there's this there's this kind of process which is uh, quite profound um look before we continue i'm surprised we we're already 30 minutes in and we usually wrap up long before this um or at least start making moves towards that um but for me it zipped by um <laughs> but, but we need to go somewhere we need to round this all off well, I do, so i do want to perhaps just bring in um perhaps to look because because chris has got a lot of experience in the world of crosswords and i really i haven't um <laughs> you know i've never i've never been to crossword conferences and stuff but uh there is this one of the things that it highly correlates with doing puzzles um, is is a psychological f- feature called need for cognition, which is something that was identified, I think, of several decades ago. But um, is is something that, you know, some is is to a greater or lesser extent present in everyone. But, you know, is about really wanting to apply your thought processes to things um, and feeling kind of anxious and bored if you don't have something to think about and a problem to work on. And um, that is correlated with, I mean, that's that's a significant psychological feature in the sense that it's highly correlated with other things which we know we can measure, such as openness to experience and um, and sort of epistemic curiosity and intellectual engagement. Um, and it's also, uh, it's linked to conscientiousness it doing crosswords is linked to so there's a crucial phrase there uh better significantly better brain function um but uh, of course i don't think it's ever been established that there's the causation runs in the direction of doing crosswords it raises your iq or or, or makes you less likely to have alzheimer's but um but you know it could well be the other way around you know that, that so um yeah so it's so it's 
the basically the the crossword urge is uh, is is well documented. It's it's mm. something that some people do have and that others don't. Yeah. But I think that explains why I like doing a cro- cryptic crossword before I go to bed. It is the most it is the most settling thing because and that's partly because the outcome doesn't doesn't matter. You know, so it's not an actual thing that you're anxious about because it doesn't really matter if you you solve it or not. But it's partly about giving your brain something to you know, kind of almost meditatively consider um, before before going to sleep. Um, um, Chris, any response? Well, I, was to gonna, what... I was going to say, is that is there a correlation between? I mean, in the crossword world, are, are, are crossword types are they all the same type of person, or is there a is there a strong variation? I have to say, at this point, I feel like I'm in the wrong room. Um, (laughs) So, you know, I've I've wandered in here. Chris? There is a crossword type, I think. (laughs) If you came to the annual magpie, well, well, I don't know. There's a a magpie type, (laughs) put it that way. Uh, The magpie crossword magazine has um, fewer than 300 subscribers globally okay so it's a small it's a small group it's it not it might double it might double after this podcast goes out yeah 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 no that's true um uh, but it basically we're, we're we're a small we're a small group but yes if you walked into the room uh and looked around and asked people sort of what they what they did for a living and things like that you, you you'd get a lot of a lot of the same type of answers not identical answers but you get the same t- you'd you'd see the same type of person and you get the same type of answer do they all bring their sandwiches in foil that's what i'm sort of imagining for the lunch <laughs> that's a good uh, that's a good question actually we provide nibbles and um so i haven't tested that one out but yeah i expect i expect this i expect there's sandwiches in foil going on i don't <laughs> <laughs> i mean we're, we're, uh, i don't want to i don't want to diss our audience because um I don't want to make us sound like uber geeks, but that's but we are basically pretty geeky people. But, but they're not. I, I wouldn't say. I mean, crossword people are, are also interesting, right? I mean, they're not. Mm. They're not kind of boring, are they? Yeah, I would imagine. Uh, I mean, from I, my experience, well, I I I love meeting crossword people, and I love talking about crosswords. Um, Unless they're guardian <laughs> crossword people, and then and then we no, the guardians. The guardians. The guardians are great crossword. Um, I mean, yes, people who do it—that's the problem. Oh, is it? I, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I um, do the Guardian crossword as well, so I. I, I, I do. Okay. But they, but well, they, 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 they tend to be a particular, a particular type of person. Okay, I'll, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Unless anything, anyone's got anything desperate they want to say, um, we need to kind of conclude. There's a couple of things I want to ask, but um, any, any, this is your last chance, anybody? I did wonder whether we'd get onto the subject of um, of why it is that humans have evolved to enjoy pointless activities it does it does feel like a bit of a peacock's tail i i uh i well that's one of the things i mean i think if you think about it as being an exercise in your the use of cognitive faculties which are you know of essential to your survival well it makes sense that we should in some sense enjoy using those faculties it's a bit like playing sport or something you know we haven't yeah. evolved to play football um, but, yeah, but, just, but, I, but playing football scratches those itches uh, to do the things that we have evolved to do. And and so it must be the case. I'm just picturing the, the, the kind of zombie apocalypse and you've got a room full of people and you're going, OK, we've got the, the, the sports guy 
uh, you know, that person will be useful. You've got the one who can forage, the one who can hunt, you know, the, in the, and like, oh, phew, luckily we've got the crossword guy. <laughs> As you were, we're okay, we'll be fine. I, 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 do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I would have thought there's probably an overlap between crossword people and things like mathematicians and engineers and physicists, I would imagine. And those people may not be may not be essential on a daily basis, but at some point you'll be able to, you know, you'll you'll need someone to set up a new coal mine to get the to get the fuel. And you know, it's people like that who presumably yeah, gonna problem solve solve. those problems. Yeah, I think that's And also it, with a know. bit of lateral thinking, your crossword guy might go great and just kick the, the sports guy next to him in the leg and then run off. And so, you know, <laughs> and so the poor sports guy gets gotten by the by the zombies. But I mean, th yeah. think back to the, you know, at some point when we were, you know, Australopithecuses or something wandering around. So everyone looked at the apple and said, apple too high up, can't get. But one of them <laughs> said, no, I think if I get this stick and I break it with that rock and I use this stick to pull that branch, I can get that apple. That's the crossword guy. Well, that I'm right behind them. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of, a, of an anagram of pe uh, of Apple then, but I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> um, right, we really do need to finish, but we're, but we're not finishing. Um, Chris, perhaps one something you can leave us with is I don't know if you've got a, a favourite clue you once set or solved, or I presume it's going to be related to crosswords or any kind of puzzle. Um, and maybe we'll just leave it out there. Um, people can, and people can contact us and give us the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can give you an example, which is in a which I'm which I'm pretty pleased with, which is in a puzzle which is live at the moment, which I set recently. And the, and the clue, I, I have to give the answer to tell you why, it's, um, the, why I'm pleased with it. The clue is Taylor's, okay, it's, not, it's nine letters, and it's not an obscure weird word or anything like that. Taylor's hit a brown to black clearance, question mark. Ooh. And how do you spell Taylor's? T-A-Y-L-O-R apostrophe S. Yeah. Wait, I've, I've solved it. It was in that crossword you sent me. I've solved it. Taylor's well, hit. Taylor's, Taylor's hit a brown to black clearance. Question mark. The reason I'm pleased with this is because it, it, it. Is it a it reference to 1980s snooker? Is that is that is that the? Uh, the yeah, thing? it's a reference to that. Yeah, it's definitely a reference to that. And 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 also, pretty much everybody solving the puzzle will get the 1980s snooker reference. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, cool. We'll we'll leave that out there. And um, actually, that makes me think, actually, guys, on a slightly sort of off topic thing is one of the things we need to do as a podcast is have a method of contact, right? Because uh, we don't really have one at the moment. Um, we could we could make up an email right now and then actually make it. I mean, I, I, sorry, isn't Chris going to explain the answer? Isn't that the idea? That's why you raised that no, one. No, I thought he was going to leave it there as the as, no, as I, unsolved to our, um, you, to but, our audience. But in order to explain why you love that clue so much. The reason it's fun. Yeah, why? Well, I, 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 yeah, in order to tell you, but I, I can tell you why I like it without giving the answer, which is that people have enjoyed it. The two reasons I've, I've, I like it: people who've solved it have enjoyed it, and it it kind of it kind of fell into my lap. I didn't have to kind of really wrench it out of out of out of myself. It kind of it just it just came together in quite a serendipitous way, and so I'm so I was quite happy with it. So this is like a personal one, which which is recent, and it's not the best clue in the universe, but it's just a recent one which I'm happy with. Um, well, look, let's take a vote on this, um, and depending on what Chris Lear thinks, um, do we want to hear? Well, the, I think we should ask. Well, no, well, no, well, we should at least get a view, and it's, right. it's the final the final decision is up to Chris Lear. But um, I mean, do we want to hear the answer or not? 
I think we should not hear the answer. Okay. I think it would be enigmatic to, to leave yeah. it out there hanging. Yeah. I think we should leave you it. Can put it in the put it in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Put, All right. Put it in the show notes. Okay. Right. Is there anything else just to finish off? Only that normally you, you ask the question when we have a guest. I do actually. Yeah. You're quite right. <laughs> the question. So I thought Chris, that was it. I thought it was what's your favorite clue? I was I was prepped for that. Do you know what? Uh, and I'm not exaggerating. I, I was just so absorbed by what you're saying, and I just <laughs> no, seriously, I'm not joking. I this has I've, I've surprised myself here. This just zipped by for me, and so I've kind of forgotten all the other stuff. Yeah. So, Chris, what what would you do if you if you didn't do what you do? <laughs> That's not, I think I, that could be more elegantly expressed. But um, yeah, if you weren't sort of compiling, you know, in another, in a parallel universe, what would you, what's your other job? What's your other life? What would you be doing? Well, I, I mean, I'm not sure how to answer that because my, my, this is my other life. My, my day job is being a computer programmer. My other life is, um, is, is, is setting, is, is being a part of a, a group of people that um, manages a crossword magazine, setting puzzles and stuff. Um if it was the 19th century and there weren't computers, what would you have been? I think, I think, it, I think it'd be great to be a, a board game designer. Actually, I think it that, feels a bit similar. Yeah, it does. I think, but, but I mean, bear in mind that the type of person that I clearly am, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to be a ballet dancer. Right? <laughs> Is there? Are, are actually are cross? There a higher proportion of board gamers in the crossword community than in the general uh, public yeah, yeah yeah you could put a pretty good you could get quite a good bridge team out of crossworders you could get a pretty mm. good chess team out of crossworders then the venn diagram is uh, yeah, is well yeah. populated yeah, yeah. in the middle yeah. Yeah. are there any schisms in the world of crosswords well i think chris was trying to uh, to have one between the guardian and the times earlier yeah. um there are differences of opinion about what's kind of okay uh, uh there are there are there are I wouldn't call. I don't think anything's anything like a schism, but but um, there are there are there are there are kind of schools of thought, as it were. And the Guardian does have a different attitude to how it um, includes its puzzles to the other main broadsheets, which all and everybody have. hates the Telegraph. Uh, the Telegraph, yeah, people look down on the Telegraph a bit because it's slightly easier. But as a matter of fact, the same people set for all the broadsheets, so. Um, they they just have to they just have to adapt their style very slightly for different. Words. So so hold on so that so what is it that makes the Guardian different um, from the others? They're a bit more relaxed in their rules, and they allow people to have um, they allow people to sometimes you know define a word without getting the exact part of speech correct and stuff like that. They're not as they're not as grammatically precise, and they're a bit more flexible. They just sort of say, well, if you've got the answer and you know that it's right you know, surely that's good enough. And then there are a lot of people who are kind of like, no, it's not good enough to be, you know. Yeah, why like, is there an apostrophe there? That's, you should, yeah, it's yeah. like everyone can say, you know, when you say what is the opposite of dog, everyone can say cat, and that's definitely right, but it's not a good clue. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, I've, I've let us meander again here. Uh, we, we do have to stop. Um, I thought that was absolutely fabulous. Really enjoyed that. Brilliant. Um, so, um, yes, yeah, suffice to say, uh, thank you, um, as always to listening to the cognitive engineering podcast. I've been here with Chris Rag and Nick Hare of Aleph Insights, but a special thank you, of course, to Chris Lear of the Magpie Crossword Magazine. Thank you for joining us. And, um, yeah, really enjoyed that. Fantastic. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And goodbye. Goodbye.